0: The Rigor Gambling Feed is back every Monday. Join myself, Joe House,
1: Raheem Palmer, and John Dershebski for East Coast Bias. Sunday's action recap and our favorite bets for Monday Night Football. Then on Tuesday we got the Roster Diamond Show where I'll break down everything you need to know in the betting world plus the East Coast Bias Boys will be back on Thursday to help you get your betting card sorted ahead of all the NFL action. And then on Fridays it's me back with Warren Sharp deep diving into the analytics. So be sure to subscribe on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: What's up everybody welcome to another episode of off guard i'm your host pasha joining me my guy what's up man what's going on First of back.
0: i'm
2: back and i'm better austin rivers you gotta say
0: the name hi guys i'm austin rivers if you didn't I, know what,
2: what, what if i had a substitute host coming in no one yeah come on
0: Say the name. Is it's the like pod, does on. the pod still happen if I'm not here?
2: I'm absolutely not. <laughs> Dude, you don't have to substitute, say A Substitute is crazy. Some things are better left unsaid. You don't have to just put it out there like that. You put it out there. So if you were sick this week, what would happen? No pod? No, no. pod. I don't just bring in someone else? I don't bring in your backup? By the way, the feeling's
0: mutual. I don't know if I if you weren't here. I oh,
2: please, you're jumping on all the pods on the ringer, man. <laughs> <laughs> you're embarrassing me across the whole platform. <laughs>
0: What's going on, man? What's new? Oh, man. Um, Honestly, man, you know, I was just talking about this with the producers. This has been a really, um, really tough week for me. Um, Just been going through a lot. And um, it's been really hard to sit back and kind of watch the the season start. And I'm like, not on the team. I, I haven't been through something like this ever in my career.
2: It's your first time in 12 years not being part of NBA media day, but it's also, you know, before that you had Duke and you were just this is your first time this year not getting ready for a season and you're in life
0: probably like 25 years. Right. This is like the first time I'm not like going into a season like getting ready to go like I, this is like the busiest time of the year is right now and I'm like so excited and I'm like my life is just revolved around playing basketball. And that is not the case as of this moment and the the hardest part about it is it's just like you know, I'm just looking around the league. I'm looking at these guys who have spots and you just get so frustrated. Um, And I also know this is like the best I've ever been. It'd be one thing if I was like 35, 36, and I was like kinda, you know, just trying to get a job anywhere, but I'm like 31 in the best shape I've ever been in. And um, the way I'm shooting the ball now, all these things, et cetera, et cetera, I don't need to go into that, but I'm just like so ready to play and I have such high expectations of myself that I really was hoping I would get a chance somewhere to uh be in a spot so like going through this process of like not having a team it's 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 quite a slice of humble pie um so it's tough man every time i get on my instagram i want to like go on my instagram just like anybody else and all i follow is basketball stuff oh
2: yeah you're obsessed with the game so and, all i'm yeah. saying is
0: uh, media, day, media Day, Media Day, Media Day, Media Day, Abu Dhabi, this, Paris, wherever, wherever these guys are at, all playing videos of them laughing. And I'm like looking at this dude, like, man, how the hell is this dude? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> how does that guy have a job? You know what I mean? Like, it's like, what the.
2: Well, a player with your skill set and, you know, where you are in your career, you only make sense for, you know, half the teams in the NBA, too. Because like that's, half that's, the, the, that's the,
0: the other problem. You know, you have like half the teams that are like super, super young and don't really like have a need for a player of my type. And then. The other half, you know, a lot of those teams are like rostered up or, you know, again, I just wasn't able to get really a, you know, a deal done. So I just have to be patient and I just have to stay working and stay in shape. Um, This is, it's been hard. I mean, I'm not even going to like kind of act like, you know, it's been easy. The good thing about it is I have other things I'm doing in my life, media wise related, whether it's this pod or other aspects of my media life, which will soon be known to the public soon of what I got going on. Very exciting things. Um, but it's not uh, it's not basketball. And the most rewarding thing of my life, other than me being a father and me being a family man, is um, me bouncing that ball, man. And me playing. You're you're still ready and you're ready to go. And as soon as you're oh no, I want to play. Yeah. Man, I I work out every day. I got workouts today the ball, p.m. Right. I'm working out every the day. Yeah. Like i going in the best shape of my life. I'm preparing like I'm going into the but mentally, when you know that date is not there yet and you don't have anything in the future that's guaranteed, I don't have uh this team saying, hey, next week we're going to sign you. I don't have that. So I'm going to the gym each day off motivation of I don't know what's going to happen, but I just got to stay locked in and keep going. And it's easy for, you know, anybody to to tell me, you know, hey, it'll work, you know, which I'm sure it will be. It's just I'm, this is the first time I'm going through this in my life. Right. We, we had a
2: conversation last night and I told you just all you can do is focus on, you can control what you can control. You know what I mean? Focus on that. That's
0: the hardest part though. It's hard to stress about things that you can't control. Okay. I don't have any control. So it's like, you know, I, it's, you know, everything happens for a reason. Uh This is a good opportunity for me to just really hone in on myself, uh, understand where I'm at in my life, what I want out of these next 10 years, what I want to be, you know, what I want to accomplish this year. Um there's just so many things and aspects to life that I can, you know, be great in. Um, and basketball is still one of them. I, I, I mean, it just, it is what it is. I'm not going anywhere in the basketball world. I'll be somewhere this year. I will play somewhere and I will have an impact. Um, and whoever does take me on, uh, it'll be a great decision for them and the organization.
2: Love that. Well said, uh, we talked about media day a little bit, but before we get started, since our last pod, drew holiday got traded to the Celtics. Uh, I just want to know what your thoughts were on that. I feel like, at, for me personally, the Celtics—they saw you know Dame go to the Bucks, and everyone was like, "They're the title favorites." Wow, like everything like that, I think the Celtics sat back and they said, "Okay," they didn't panic. They just went and got a guy that can guard Dame. That's going to have you know probably revenge in his mind a little bit against his former team. And I think it makes the Celtics the better team. What were your initial thoughts when you saw that trade go down?
0: Well, the Dame trade goes down. Uh, you know, the whole world stops and is excited. Uh, it's also weird to see Dave in anything other than red and black. We've seen him in Portland for so long. Then we see him go to Milwaukee with this star-studded team. You even saw on like media day, Dave didn't even know what he was doing. He's like taking pictures with them. And he was just like, kind of like, I've never been in this. I- this is crazy. You right. know what I mean? So it's really exciting to see Dave in that element. Um and now he's on a team where he's gonna be in like a win now situation. It'll be really cool to see. It's almost like championship or bust. That, that it is. If they yeah. don't. If they don't win, then they didn't. They didn't. Every year you have Giannis in his prime. It's
2: championship or bust. Yeah, so,
0: but now more than ever. Yeah. Now more than ever. And as well as with um a couple teams, Denver's championship or bust. You know, when you win, you're supposed to go back. But Boston uh is in the same boat now. And when that trade went down, everybody was talking about Dame, and then everybody was talking about. Well, then where's Drew going to go? Because if Drew doesn't make sense, we just talked about how I don't make sense for half the league. That's just a fact. There's a reason why teams are getting rid of Drew Holiday. It's Drew Holiday. <laughs> Portland is like, no, we don't. we don't, Because they got their young guy. They got Scoot. It just doesn't make sense. Now they have Malcolm Brogdon. Doesn't make sense. Yeah, now Malcolm Brogdon doesn't make sense. You know what I mean? I saw him in training camp yesterday, like smiling high five. And I'm like, brother, you're not going to. Don't get... Don't unpack. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you go go somewhere. Again, and Malcolm probably... I I think he ends up in LA. Oh, yeah? I think he Clipper? ends up... Yeah, something like that. Well,
2: they wanted him initially, right? And it was yeah. a physical situation.
0: Yeah. Um, he'll end up somewhere like that. But we all knew Drew was going to go somewhere. Um, and Boston made the most sense as well as Miami. I thought he would fit in with Miami's culture. We we both talked about it Seems that. like the Blazers of Miami just weren't. And they just... The, the problem is they just... What the Miami has the Blazers already have Tyler Hero is a really talented player he just doesn't make sense for Portland um just due to they already having young talented shooting guards there so you know Drew going to the Boston man is it's a big deal it's and in my opinion Drew going to Boston is just as big or if not bigger of a deal than than Dame going to Milwaukee um when you look at Boston last year a key missing element of their team was having a point guard. They had Marcus smart running the fucking point and he's not a fucking point guard. He's a defender. He's a glue guy. He's a guy that goes in and does all the dirty work and he's good at it. Uh, he can make great passes. He has some passing ability he can score a little bit too. You know, Marcus is kind of like a little bit of everything, a Swiss army knife, but that hat is hung on his defensive end and just for doing all the glue work. Right. Um, dirty work. uh, Drew is a full-on all-star point guard and also can play insane defense, but can really score, can pass. I mean, him and Derek White might be one of the best defensive backcourts in the NBA, if not the best. Yeah, I mean, it's it's they're really solid. I mean, they're just really solid as a team. Um, and Derek's coming off the bench now. I mean, that's how deep this team is. I could see him starting with Drew in the backcourt. Yeah, had Drew, Derek, Jason, and and Jalen, they're going to get and absolutely then, destroyed on the boards. They're all 6'4", 6'5". You got
2: Prazingis and Horford starting together.
0: Brother, I mean, that's a small lineup with Derek, Drew. And, I mean, I'm living in the paint. If I'm playing against them, I am attacking the basket the entire game. Who the hell is going to block my shot? So, you, okay, I just figured, okay. You know what I'm saying, though? Like, if they play the Lakers, LeBron and AD are just going to have a... They got to go pick. There's <laughs> no way like Derek and then trying to grab rebounds over LeBron and AD. You know what I mean? I but you you are right. They probably will start like that. Some I bet you when they play Golden State,
2: they probably start those four. It's a luxury now they can adapt yeah. to. Whoever they they, they play. can kind of
0: adapt to whoever they're playing. Derek's probably gonna be told, yo, you might start forty games this year, and you might come off the bench forty again. He's gonna play thirty five minutes a night anyway. They're gonna play him thirty minutes. Right. You see that little bald headed dude out there doing all type of stuff. <laughs> I love that he went bald, by the way. Yeah, I love it. Just take that shit off. He did it, and you know what? He looks better. He looks, he looks good. He looks he good looks for fine. sure. fine. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, don't go bald. Once you cut it off, it won't go back. Bro, he looks, he looks way, be, like way cleaner now. You know what I mean? Um, also, I, I, I'm a big Derek White fan. I like his game. I liked it in San Antonio. Um, and he's been huge for, for, for Boston to have Drew there now. Uh, it just, yeah, they're, I, they're my favorites. They're your favorites. Yeah. I like them. They were already right under Milwaukee. And then Drew gets there. I have them right above Milwaukee, but I i mean, yeah.
2: I think at this point, they're so above everybody else in the East that it's just going to be on who's healthy when they play each other in the playoffs and who just plays better. Agreed. Yeah. I think
0: Milwaukee's right there with them. Milwaukee's good, man. Damian and Giannis together, that's a nutty. I mean, that's just an insane combination of of, of talent. And and then you add Chris Middleton in the mix. I hope Chris Middleton's healthy. Uh, They say he is. So, you know. That conference final will be an absolute bloodbath. I mean, that's 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 a. talk like
2: we're discounting the Heat, who just keeps surprising everyone every year.
0: I love the Heat, and I love their culture, and I love what they're being able to do with the with. I want to. I don't want to say lack of talent, but compared to the teams that they've been beating, they haven't had that. I mean, they look. They beat Boston last year. They beat uh, uh, everybody. Every team, Philly. Every team that they beat. If you go roster spot, roster player, roster player, they weren't as they they weren't as talented. I'm excited to see these other pla- the players that they had last year that played well in the playoffs. What they do this year
2: well, on, on different teams?
0: Yeah, I want to see like if it's real or not. Yeah, you know what I mean. Well, yeah, I mean, Gabe Vincent's in a great spot. Well, we're gonna
2: see how well he plays. He's, he's gonna have to knock down open shots playing with LeBron, Stroos,
0: you know, Martin. You, I, I, this year for those guys is like validation year. I want to see you validate. You guys got paid a little money. you were in a, you were in the perfect spot last last year. You had to play. They didn't have anybody else to play, and then not only did you have to play, you you played well, especially Vincent. Vincent played his ass off. Struce had some moments, um, but Vincent was like really out there hooping, yeah. uh, and so was uh Caleb Martin, especially in the Celtics series. Um, it'll be very interesting to see, you know, their 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 performance this year. But yeah, I I have a uh, I have Milwaukee and Boston, man, at the top, one hundred percent. Um, and it, this isn't anything. Everybody's saying the same thing. Right. Everybody knows the Eastern Conference Finals is probably going to be between those two. Uh, but yeah, you can't count, Ma, you know, Miami out. You know, Jimmy's, you know, a dog, and you know all these things. And but they got to they got to beefing up their roster, man. It, it just is what it is.
2: They lost. They didn't gang anybody. Yeah, but they're known for getting those guys, the undrafted guys that come out of nowhere. Yeah, but they're like the. You're, you're talking about, I can't wait to see what Gabe Vincent and Max Struess do this year. Yeah, a couple they, years they, ago, you know these guys. No, no, came no. no, no. Struess
0: Stru- has been, he played a lot the year before, too. No, I'm saying a couple, a few years ago, though. I mean, and you has been, cable has been playing for the past two years, too. They, they never just had a had big had losses, had a, is what I'm saying. They two had an, the only reason they're big losses is because they got on a big platform they they've been playing like that Struce was shooting like that the year before the only difference was that team didn't go to the conference final so you don't
2: think miami has the i you know the confidence that we found those guys we can find another you know i, I keep do they, love, they yeah. do
0: I, i'm just saying now you have to it's a difference when you already have them and you're like yo we have these guys that we think that can like really overperform their contracts that like are pretty solid guys. they have to like hope the guys that they have right now are going to manifest into that right they didn't get anybody this summer. in fact they lost all their key role players and then do you add to that that your essentially second or third best player has been in the trade rumors the entire summer so you you wonder what his head is like right now going through training camp yeah You know, and where his mental is. And I just went
2: to the finals without him, which is never as much as you're happy for your team. It's 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 gotta be a little It's a little strange. It's like that ended the whole Boston
0: thing with Kyrie. You know, they they all went to that little run without Kyrie. And next thing you know, those players like, I don't know if we need you. You know what I mean? And then Kyrie's like, I don't want to be here anymore. I'm out. You know what I mean? Like that, that was, that dynamic is weird. You know, Miami made a huge run last year without him. And then when he was healthy in the finals, they literally were like, we're just going to roll it out right now. Just, Just sit tight. Which you know, already he's probably thinking like, huh? The third best player of the team. Yeah. And then the entire summer, his name was dragged through the goddamn media like, yo, we're getting, you know, Dame, Dame, this guy, this guy. You know, who's on the block? Well, Tyler's available. And Tyler's a really good player. You know what I mean? So, and you can even see on media that he handled it very well, but they asked him, he was just like, you know, listen, to all the teams out there that don't have value in me or don't see, you know, I'm, I'm you know, that's where I hope he hangs his hat on. It is a business. don't, Don't make it personal, but it is personal.
2: So to cover media day, I picked the best eight quotes that I thought were the best eight. And that's how we're going to cover it. Austin, are you ready to do it?
0: Let's do it. Let's see what, uh, see what these guys are talking about.
2: My first quote for you. This is my emotional state. I'm one with my emotions. Jimmy Butler. What did you think about the hair situation? The whole thing. Some people were like, what is this? Other people, uh, most people got a kick out of it. It was funny.
0: Yeah. I don't know what he's doing. I don't know what he's doing. I, yeah, uh, but it was funny though. Yeah. No doubt. I think he just
2: likes messing with the media. He, he, he
0: gets a kick out of, I think, out of just messing with people. And I think he does it in a way where he's like, media day is supposed to be such this serious thing. It just doesn't really, doesn't matter. Right. Let me tell you something. Media day is, is, is absolutely insane for people who don't know. You get there at like 9 a.m., 10 a.m., have like a team meeting. Cause it's like the official start of the season. I think it's like the official first work day of the season. And can't hoop, can't work out, because all the courts are covered with a million stations of photographers telling you to do the same motherfucking pose, these generic poses. So we're like standing straight holding a ball. Pictures you'll never see. I've never seen them. I don't even know where they go. <laughs> but uh, no, nah, it's uh it's the um when we had rookies, you have rookie duties. You come back the next year, they're like, "Oh man, I'm not a rookie anymore." It's like, brother, how many how many games did you play? Really? That's how that's how it works at a lot of teams.
2: Unless you're on a full year guaranteed deal. What if you're like Ben Simmons and you missed your first year in the NBA? Are you a rookie that year? Do you have rookie duties the second year? You think? What pick was Ben? You know,
0: Ben was okay. Then that's fucking ridiculous, man. Guy was a top pick in the draft. Yeah, but
2: if you didn't play, well, do
0: you think yeah, Chet yeah. Holmgren do is doing rookie duties this year? No. I don't think anybody does rookie duties anymore. That NBA is how the hell are you gonna do rookie du- r- rookie duties in your vet? is I guess that, years it's old. been
2: a while since you've seen the guys with like the bad backpacks, like the Disney backpacks. They don't do that, that like stuff that. anymore,
0: yeah. man. First off, these 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 little these these young motherfuckers don't listen and don't give a damn. Secondly, that culture of like it will probably be accused of bullying. It's like that whole thing is bro. When I was a fucking rookie, I had to get Krispy Kreme donuts. I had to get GQ mag. I had to get a, a Wall a, a Wall Street Journal. Uh, this magazine, I had to Wall get- Street,
2: who was the who was your vet? Roger Mason.
0: Yeah, oh, okay, that's cool. He was, I, he was
2: an NBA and
0: all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, and he, and he was like an actual vet vet, you know yeah. what I mean, in terms of like, he'd play for the Spurs, like he was older. I had like, old men, bro. Like when I played in the NBA, like there was like men. Yeah. Now like, you know what I mean? Like unless you're like a star star player, like the vet thing is like out of the NBA. It's just, you know, like Dylan Brooks is the vet for-
2: well, Jeff Green's the bet for the Rock.:
0: Yeah, that is a great bet. He also buzzed his head too. Looks better. I've been telling Jeff to, to let that thing go for years. He, he was holding on to it. Now he has a clean lug. Look, looks much better. Well, he's the, definitely the bet of the Rockets. Shout out to Hefe, Jeff, <laughs> Jeff, my boy.
2: Um, you know I, when when my buddy Chandler Chandler Parsons was a rookie, he was only making he was making less than a million a year, and he was telling me like Kyle Lowry was his bet. And he was like, I love doing rookie duties because he would tell me to go pick up food for him and give me a $100 bill. And I just like, I would make like money off of it. He's like, shit, I'll go pick up whatever you want. He was like making money. So he was like, it wasn't the worst.
0: Well, that's a good vet though. <laughs> yeah. Kyle Lowry's a good vet. Yeah. There, there's, there's other vets who are like, it, it gets, they're like kind of, they're kind of mean, man. Yeah. Um, I had a vet, Jason Smith, who actually ended up being, um, ended up being actually, uh, uh, Really cool guy, man. I actually ended up, you know, understanding him and becoming friends with him later, but he was just on us, man. Me and AD, like, really heavy in the beginning. You could tell it was, like, kind of Monty telling him a little bit because Monty obviously comes from that era, too, that old school era. But just, like, don't do this. You better be here an hour early. No, like, just, like, everything. It's just, like, boom, 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 boom. Like, that. that, as the years have gone in the league, I have seen that that rookie hazing stuff, like, it just doesn't, happen anymore. I remember my rookie year, they put Vaseline all over my car. For people who don't understand, you know how fucking hard it is to get Vaseline off your car? You can't just soap it off.
2: About just take it to a detail.
0: So well, it took hours and hours and it was like still everywhere.
2: Well, you, you were out there with like a, the, doing the whole thing. You didn't just take it somewhere. No, I, first off, they put it all over my fucking door handle.
0: So like, it was like in the, underneath the door handle. It's all over my windshield and it's a hundred degrees in New Orleans. So like it was melting, it was like ruining my car, my paint. Is like was it is was like an actual? It's actually like messed up. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. It wasn't like they filled it up with popcorn. By the way, when they do that, like you, they say it takes months to get rid of that fucking smell. That shit is fucked up. They don't do that stuff anymore though. Now it's like carry my suitcase into the hotel. Happy birthday! Happy birthday. So you have to say happy birthday in front of everybody. And everybody says the happy birthday song. Like that's which you know whatever man. But back to Jimmy's hair. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I. I you know the ironic thing about us is like Miami heat is like the most serious culture in terms of like not fucking around like it just like what he's doing like it almost like goes against everything that they believe in in terms of like just me the next day he had it braided up and ready to go well that's the thing is like when it's time to go this guy's like
2: no one's questioning no
0: one questions jimmy so i think he he can get away with it i think if what if Tyler Hero would have pulled up with that damn hair? He well, they were been,
2: already trying to trade him last <laughs> <lots of> time. <laughs> he he's, would be like,
0: he's lost his mind. You know what I mean? So it all is dependent upon who does it. I think when Jimmy does, especially after last year, this is a thing where next year for training camp, everyone's going to be wondering what the hell he's going to do because he's going to do something. So did it's you, actually, I, kinda, have, I, I enjoy it a little bit. Did you ever have an
2: it. emo phase like that? Where you listen to that kind of music?
0: Like, taking back the, the used and... I've never, ever wanted to put my hair like that or uh, put like a thing in my... ear. Was that real? I don't know. <laughs> it looked like it was real. Yeah. Um, yeah, like a ear piercing in the corner. It looked painful. Um, but the music. Yeah, of course, man. A little green day here and there.
2: Okay. All right. Next, next quote I got for you. Was green day not valid? No, green day solid. <laughs> uh, I bring dominance. My name is dominating Deandre Aiden, brother. Just who? I don't want to hear it. Yeah. You're like the most accomplished guy on the team coming in. This is your team pretty much. And he came in saying, I mean, it's, it's oh, whatever. he's obviously been thinking about that all summer. Dom, he was ready to go with dominate, Dominating. <laughs> and that's something he definitely, he didn't just freestyle that one. I was off the top of the dome. Man, I just
0: want him to hoop, man. I don't, I don't really care for his whole, I'm Dom. What'd he say? He said, I'm, <laughs> I bring dominance. My name is Dominating. Yeah, that's what we thought. We were, we were hoping for that in that damn uh, Denver series. You know what was disappointing about that series? Not to bring that back up. is because when I played with Denver two years prior, When we played Phoenix, we got swept that series. He played really well versus Jokic. Jokic still pulled up great numbers and had a great series. He always does. But the way Aiden guarded him, no, I hadn't seen really before. I was like the best I've seen, you know, really someone guard him. And then two years later,
2: you know, that last year was just ridiculous. What do you think about them getting rid of Monty? It was obviously, Aiden and Monty, Williams didn't get along. They got rid of Monty, and then they get rid of Aiden. They could have kept Monty. Like, I don't, it just seems like.
0: That, well, that tells you there was more there was more there than what. It wasn't just Aiden. That, that, there was stuff going on there that, and I can't speak on it. I'm not in that locker room. Um, but if it was just an Aiden thing, they would have got rid of Aiden and then kept Monty. So clearly it was bigger than just him and Monty not and getting along.
2: Monty got paid. and got to, get, to be honest, on the I, team. I think, I think I can't speak for
0: for for Kevin or Devin or any of those guys there because again I wasn't in the locker room. But if they wanted Monty to be there, Monty would be there. Okay, that's why. And I tell the same thing about you know everybody's like, well you know James James got your dad fired. James got Doc fired. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, brother, Joel and B makes a call and says, no 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 no. Doc's got to be here. Doc's in fucking Philly right now. Don't ever get it twisted. It always starts from the top. It always starts from the top. People can get mad at me for saying that, but that's just the truth. I mean, no one's firing anybody. The best player is like, no, 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 that's my guy. The the GM and the president are like, no, okay, well, if Giannis says I want this coach here, that coach is there. He's got his whole brother on the goddamn staff.
2: Yeah, I agree. And, right? if, and if you don't, if the player doesn't get consulted on it, you hear about it. Like they uh, didn't, they didn't even talk to this player. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like if, yeah. If a player doesn't get consulted about it, he comes out like they didn't even make this, they made yeah, this yeah. decision without me. They didn't even talk to me. Is that made. your
2: like best player voice? What yes. That's that. like,
0: yeah. It's yeah. Well, like everybody. Yeah.
2: <laughs> they didn't talk to me. You know, <laughs> yeah. They didn't run
0: through me and I'm mad and I just feel like my needs here are being met.
2: <laughs> All right. Next quote. Next quote. It does not make sense to sign a contract right now because money is not important. A lot of fucking money is important, so I'm going to sign it next year. Giannis. I love it. He's He's just just keeping it real.
0: He's just keeping it 100. He's just like, brother, next year, what I could sign is a little different. I already have different money, so me signing a contract, giving me a little more different money doesn't excite me. I'm going after the big boy. I want to be the highest paid player in the NBA. Yeah. And that's what he's going to go get. Yeah. Him, Jokic, and Shea, I think they're talking about the players who are up in the next couple years. They're all going to get over three. You know, 300, especially Jalen Brown just got that. He just literally set the bar.
2: That's what we said when Jalen Brown signed it. Everyone's like, "What? Are you, he's not the best player in the NBA. Why is he going to pay it's the perfect. most? It's like, don't worry. The, the money's going gonna, gonna to keep going up. This is going to be normal. Every,
0: every great player in the league saw Jalen sign that 300 million and just put their arms up in the air like, Thank you, God. Even his teammate was like, it's all, it's
2: coming, it's it's coming this way too. Because
0: now when it's my turn, I'm like, well, this is what he got. Yeah. And Jalen's a good player, but what the fuck is Giannis going to get? What what is, what is, what are these other guys going to get? 260 ain't going to cut it no more. That used to be a crazy number three years ago. 260, which is $260 million. That's some, that is some nutty shit. Some nutty money, bro. That's like whatever, you're doing whatever you want for the rest of your fucking life. Yeah. 300 plus million is we're starting to get into that baseball money. The difference is baseball players like for 10 years. sign it for 10, 14 years. These guys are making 300 million in four or five years, bro. Not four, but five years. Insane money, man. Insane. So yeah, I, I, I'm with you honest, on that. And I like the quote. I think it's dope.
2: All right, next quote. Here's a longer one. I'd say the one thing that surprised me here is the lack of ego. It's refreshing to have a group of guys that truly emphasize playing team basketball that want to do so. John Collins going to the Jazz. I don't know what was in there. That. that is just a shot at, it's got to be a shot at Trey Young who just takes the most heat all the time, I feel like. I like JC, so
0: I, I just, I don't really have anything to say about that. Um, and I actually like Trey too. I've never played with Trey on his team, but just even interacting with him a little bit this summer, you were there yeah. just playing pickup with him. Seems like a really nice guy. Everybody I know that knows him likes him. You know, playing with someone and working with somebody are obviously two different things than you hooping with them in the summer. So again, it's hard for me to speak on some of these things because I'm just not there. But the comment does seem directed at Trey, just because Trey. You just
2: know, by the way, in media day, or everyone knows this is the day. So if someone comes like a quote, like Dominating, or someone comes in with some no, negative energy like stuff this, they were that. they were thinking it. Already, it, this is all like something they cannot wait for this well, day. Say, day. Well, I'm
0: just excited to play here. It's nice to be fresh and playing good basketball. <laughs> yeah, just, it's like, brother, who are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, And also, it's like, you know, you. the reason people are saying Trey is because it has to be Trey because Trey has a ball in his hands. He's one of the most ball-dominant players in the NBA. And he has the ball in his hands all game with Atlanta. So it's like, you got to be talking about him because it's like, brother, who else are you talking about?
2: But also, we talked about Tyler Hero being on the training block a lot. John Collins was on that trading block. They were trying to trade him for years and yeah, years. Yeah, years. So gonna,
0: obviously he's gonna have some things to say. Yeah, there's also exactly there's probably something there too. So it might not even be a trade. It might just be in general, just like the whole, just aspect of you know the situation he was in, in 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 Atlanta. It seemed to be something where you know his name was constantly like you said in that mix. So um, great pickup for the Jazz. I don't know what the Jazz are doing. They they're like not they
2: overachieved last year and they're
0: not good, but they're they're not bad. They don't have really, really good players, but they have they have really solid players on the team. They got Hoopers. Like Jordan Clarkson's a Hooper. Uh, John Collins is a Hooper. Walker Kessler had a Walker great Walker Kessler year. had a great rookie season. We love their Come, drive, coming pick, off of love George. Love Kante George, talented. Uh, Kessler's coming off of USA Basketball, good experience for Roy him. Lori marketing. Lori marketing. all uh, NBA player, all uh, most improved. Yeah. You know, all these things like they they have like this stuff there. They're weird at the guard at the guard spot. Um. I'm a we'll mad call, call Sexton, Clarkson. It's a weird it's a weird. I don't mind Clarkson especially for his role. He loves to come off the bench and get buckets. That's what he does. No problem with that. Or when
2: he starts, yeah. Uh
0: but yeah, they they need a point guard like a like a big time point guard. I mean I guess every team would like a big time. <laughs> it's pretty easy to say that. But uh we're throwing Lillard's and and and, and Drews and now now we just think every team gets one, right? They need they need a Drew. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> um no, I I they're just like not going to be in the lottery. But I don't know if they'll make the playoffs. They're just going to be one of those teams that, like, you play and you're like, yo, yo, we can't bullshit with this team or you'll lose. Seriously, that's how it was last year when we played them. Was was Utah going to the to playoffs? No. But if you, like, fucked around and went into Utah and, like, thought you were just going to beat the team because they're not in a playoff team, you lose because they actually have really good pros on their team. They have Hoopers.
2: The lighter version of what OKC's got going on. It's just, it's more. Cool. Well, what I'm saying is they're, well, you're, you're thinking, okay, I'm thinking they're just collecting assets and young players and they're kind of just rolling it up. They're, they're not no getting young
0: players. They're all older. I like Walker Kessler. One. It, Lori's their, their Shea, their version of Shea. Lori has been, Lori's been in the league. That's like a seventh year in the league, bro. A sixth year. Huh? Their version of Shea is nuts. Shea Alexander's like a top 10 player well, in the you league You what right I'm now. saying, though. Huh?
2: He's like their good guy that's in their mid-20s. That's Okay, keep going. I like Keontae George. Uh, they also got. We
0: haven't even seen him play, but keep going. We got Taylor Hendricks from UCF, rookie. Brother, listen. No, they're not in the same conversation as OKC. OK- OKC is going to be in the playoffs this year. They got like young talent that's ready to play now.
2: All right, let's go to the next quote. I, I want to retract that statement that Jasper. the next. Thing. Yeah, it's, it's, I said a lighter version. I don't know where I was going. A I lighter take version it back. of OKC, like there's nothing like OKC. I don't even know what you're talking we're about. Gonna leave, we're going to leave it in. I'm not asking you to get edited out. We're going to leave it we're in. We're going to edit it fun. out. Yeah, leave that in. I'll leave it in I regret it, okay? Instant regret. All right, next quote. I worked on being unguardable, Zion.
0: Uh, I don't know how to take that statement. I feel like he's always been unguardable. It's just been whether he's healthy or not. His biggest skill for him is abil- uh, availability. That's the biggest skill for any player is availability. You could be the greatest player in the world if you're not healthy. No one cares. Uh, Zion is a beast when he plays. No one can even say anything about it. When he plays, he is a double-double machine. And he's There's a no ma- rust
2: shaking off. He, g- he comes in and, is and he just dominates. Good, yeah. He
0: is a matchup nightmare. He is too big and strong to be guarded by guards like me or anybody, like even a wing. He's too strong. He's too heavy. And he's too quick and agile to be guarded by a center. He dominates. We played them last year. He dunked on Rudy's head so fucking hard one time, bro. I, I, there's a video clip. You got to show it. I, I fucked up because I should have been in help side. He drives. I just throw the little arm down trying to... But he's coming at you full steam. Like you step in front of that, you might miss 10 games. He's just coming. This guy jumps off. One, he can jump off two feet on one foot. That's what also makes him dangerous. Jumps off the left foot and just crunches one right over his head. And it was so powerful and quick. The fact that a guy who weighs nearly 300 pounds is moving and running like this, it just like even the laws of physics, like, it, it, does, it just doesn't make sense. He's got to be healthy. In terms of working on being unguardable, he's already unguardable. If he could stay healthy, then that he'll have a first team all season. And they'll go to the playoffs.
2: You really know, just change the narrative about the Pelicans right now. The way people think about the Pelicans, if he's healthy and they're a top four seed, you're looking at the Pelicans completely different.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm looking for Brandon to have a big year. He had a rough summer. The, the USA basketball thing didn't do him well. Usually when you go to USA basketball, you come back as a badge and honor. But they didn't, they didn't place.
2: Yeah, but he, you know he what I mean. They, they didn't even come see. back
0: with a fucking. They didn't even come back with a bronze. They didn't get a fucking medal. Nobody's coming back with USA basketball with a with a with a fucking. We had a we did our thing. You didn't get a goddamn medal. All right. So then he's that shit's crazy though. You know what? The fact that I'm thinking about, it, I'm getting mad. <laughs> the only person that would walk around with his fucking chest out, as far as I'm concerned, is fucking Ant. Yeah. He was doing his fucking stuff. And Mikel Bridges played pretty damn well as well. And I'm not even saying Austin Reeves played well, you know, too. But none of them should be talking or bringing up this summer about USA basketball. It wasn't a success. A matter of fact, it was such not a success. We have players who have been in the league for like 14, 15 years. Like, I'll commit. <laughs> <laughs> I'll commit next year. I got it. Because we need to like revive the whole NBA, The whole like USA basketball needs like re- we're like trying to revive us right now. Yeah. That's how bad it was, bro. Just to be clear. So, uh, yeah. the silver
2: lining that we're getting out of not placing is you're getting the stuff, Curtis. Now now, now we're going to get get the A team. You guys want
0: to talk all this shit? I'm tired of everybody. Noah Lyles, Noah tells no lies. Okay, well, we'll we'll see. (laughs) We'll see when we get our fucking A group together.
2: You know what I mean? Or all these guys come together just to be Franz Wagner, man? That's crazy. To be Dennis Schroeder? This is nuts.
0: Hey, man, listen, FIBA, they're not just Dennis Schroeder. Oh, these are the guys that have the gold, they're the reigning champs. Yeah, I know, but in FIBA, guys play differently.
2: No, I know, I know, obviously.
0: Dennis Schroeder in the NBA is a role player. Dennis Schroeder on his team. He'll uh,
2: start in the Raptors. He's still a
0: role player. You could start and be a role player, by the way.
2: I know. I've, I've heard, okay, I've heard, I've heard yeah. rumors. Yeah,
0: <laughs> there's still, there's still he's never been a star. He's not a star. He's a star basketball player. He's not a star NBA player. I'm a star basketball player. I play in the NBA. There's not a person who's picked up a basketball I don't know who I am. If I'm not a star basketball player, I don't know what the fuck is. Am I a star NBA player? No, I never have been. I've never been an All Star. I've never been a first team. I've never got a max contract. I've never got any of those. Shooter was pretty
2: good on the Hawks, though, when they were looking he up. He had and one
0: up. or two years where he was putting up some numbers. Where I think one year almost been an All Star game. So I'll give him I that. Think Jeff and Shooter's got-, got fucking game. I mean, let me let's be clear here. Shooter's Schre- a fucking stud as a basketball player. Uh, I'm just saying, there's a difference between being that and being like a, a star basketball, a star NBA player. You know what I mean? Um... And when you when they go back to their country and they got green lights and they're loose, you get to see it's like you know how we always talk about the NBA's all situation. You see like a Patty Mills, bro. It's raining outside and it is clear as day. There's like there's no clouds up here and it's raining. Florida doesn't even make sense. I, mean, I don't even that, think this place is real. I
2: mean, I, is it, I think we call that a sun shower. I don't know what that is. But it's either, it's, it's either the long guys cutting up right outside of your window. Now it's raining. I don't, it's just, uh, it's,
0: it's nuts. The man. elements are against this every time. Uh, no, I'm having like a millipede infestation in my backyard. Uh,
2: let's, let's, let let let's take a break. The NBA season is almost here. So make sure you are ready for tip with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. New customers get $200 in free bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. From the championship odds to player awards, FanDuel has you covered. The bet I'm definitely making for this season is the Orlando Magic's over-under win total being at 37 and a half. I think they're going to have a great year. and I'm not just saying that because I'm a homer. They're going to be good. They're going to be in the playoffs. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get into the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of futures like win totals, player stats, awards, conference winners, and more. And FanDuel is now live in Kentucky. Download the app now and take advantage of their great special offers and boosts to celebrate. So visit FanDuel.com slash RingerNBA. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NBA. Must be 21 and up in present select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expired seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. So speaking of Brandon Ingram, I have a quote for you. They're handing a lot of people big money. I'm trying to get some big money. I mean, listen, I can't be mad at him. He puts up
0: a dub every year. He puts up a oh, twenty. He's get paid. He puts up a twenty piece every single year. He's cookout. He is out there cooking guys left and right, going into his elbow. I thought he'd be the
2: best player on the team yesterday he, when he came, when he came in. He, he is a he's a hooper.
0: He's got game. Uh, and his mid range is nuts. He's got one of the nuttiest mid range. Of course, he's going to get paid. He's too talented not to. I want him to have a big gear just because his summer, like we talked about, just wasn't the best summer that you could have. Especially, it started out great. You know, you get picked for the USA team, and then there was a buzz that he was going to be one of the go-to guys for the USA team. That's a big, exciting summer for everybody in the New Orleans organization. Like, yo, one of our key players—he's going to be hooping all summer. He's going to be USA basketball. He's going to be one of the guys. And then it like didn't really go that way, and he kind of, you know, struggled a little bit. He didn't play the last couple of games, and then he didn't play, and then their team didn't place or get a medal. So it ended up being like a really weird summer for USA basketball and all those guys. Nonetheless, they still were hooping all summer. He's going to come into camp in shape, ready to go. And Brandon, in the previous years, every year's average of 20-piece. He will get paid. Guys are getting big money. I would imagine Brandon's probably going to get over 200, probably. Desmond Bain got to 200. Brandon Ingram's not getting 200. He's, getting, he's, getting, he's going to yeah, get paid. He's definitely going to get paid. He's, he's also, a walking
2: 20-piece no matter how you want to said cut He's got the it. quote because he knows he's getting paid. He's got to get paid. Yeah. Uh, next quote. If You don't think I've been disrespected, you're not just you're just not telling the truth Trey Young
0: he's 100 percent right yeah. Trey Young gets more negative attention on his name than anybody and just to compare I'm not comparing him to Luca I'm not saying he's better than Luca, so people calm down when I say this but in every sense of the word, and I understand Luca's been on like first teams and stuff, so that's the big difference between them other than that, Trey has been a multi-year all-star just like Luca, took his team to the conference finals a couple years ago just like Luca. Uh gets his team to the playoffs just about every year, just like Luca, performs well in the playoffs, just like Luca, puts up unbelievable numbers during the season, just like Luca. He is a superstar. I wanna say superstar, but he is a... He, yeah, whatever. Yeah, he's up there. He's a star level player. He's got some guard.
2: pretty big time game winners in the playoffs too so in Boston. But that shot he hit,
0: bro, this guy is incredibly skilled. The, the floater against the Knicks. No, he's nasty. Well, first up, the Knicks series a couple years ago was dominant. I mean, yeah. he just absolutely was it do, was it dominating? It was dominating. It was dominating. He was he he destroyed that that entire team.
2: He was like the Reggie Miller,
0: you know, guy in MSG, just like people were talking shit to. But he does get this. Um, he gets a lot of negativity thrown his way, and a lot of it is a lot of it's not fair. A lot of it's not fair. So he's absolutely right to say that.
2: Uh, my next quote: Jokic said he touched the basketball a couple times. Not much this, this summer. I hate it.
0: I hate it. I hate his whole. We talked about it. We both do. I can't stand his whole like. Because you want the
2: like we uh, we talked about this before. I'm not gonna. But go like you track. want
0: the best player to be a hooper, man. You want him to love hoops. You want him to embrace the NBA. You want him to be around. I, listen, I don't want him to be. Uh, he doesn't have to be on a Kit Kat commercial, like being all commercial, you know, all over television. But like, he is so not American and like so not basketball and so not hooping. Like, bro, we'll like go talk about basketball. Like, yo, this guy, Yogis don't watch basketball. He's not into it it's it's insane that he's the best player in the NBA right now. Yeah. It also kind of makes him, you kind of love him for it too. It's
2: cool, but it's at the same time, with one of your kids one day, is like, he's like, hey, in the off season, you want to go train? He's like, hey, look at Jokic. He's only really touched the ball a couple son, times. You're, you're, yeah. not,
0: you're not seven foot and you don't have the ability. People don't understand how athletic Jokic is. When people think of athletic ability, they only think of jumping and running speed. People don't put into aspect of like coordination and court vision and just like natural feel and like the things that in touch, like the things that Jokic can do at his size with his feet and his hands and his body in the minutes he plays and the, the load that's on his shoulders every night going into a game that he carries and takes that people don't understand how freak of an athlete this guy is. And he doesn't get hurt for the most part. He's a freak athlete by every sense of the word. The only, the only difference is he's just not the usual loud athlete. He's not the guy who's dunking on people and catching tip slams and, running. He's not Aaron Gordon athlete, but he's a different type of athlete. Um so yeah, I would explain that to my kid that you you don't have that luxury. But no, it, it's weird, man. Like he doesn't he's not in the gym. He's he's not working out. He's he he's he's not and then he'll show up in camp. He'll get in shape and he will dominate this year. No one can guard him. of
2: uh, the Nuggets you saw the Lakers comments saying that they're ready to go. They heard the Nuggets chirping and obviously they're talking about Coach Malone it seems like the Lakers are really, and they're playing them opening night, like the Lakers are really like, trying to get at them. I feel like the Nuggets are just like, you know, whatever about it, right? They are. They're like,
0: what the fuck are you guys talking about? We <laughs> swept you. <laughs> the only reason we were talking is because your fan base talks 365 year-round. They're like the Dallas Cowboys of the NBA
2: right.
0: is the Los Angeles Lakers. They got the biggest audience. They got the biggest fan base. They got the biggest expectations. They're uh, America's team. It's like Hollywood's team. I mean, it's the team um there's a reason why you go there and you're famous and as soon as you leave there like you ne- you haven't heard about it when kuzma was there i saw him all over the instagram he went to dc and it's a little different alex caruso was like you know this f- phenomenon for the lakers and and just, goes, they just they just everyone just
2: moved their feelings to t- austin reels <laughs> oh,
0: we got another one <laughs> now, Austin. Ree- if Austin Reeves goes and plays for Dallas, man, you won't even like. You'll barely hear about him. Just and it th- has nothing to do with Reeves. It's just like, the market for the Lakers
2: is like nothing you've ever seen. Oh, it has nothing to do. with Kuzma had his best year last year, and you said you heard about him the least amount. Yeah,
0: exactly. And he was balling last year, so it's just it has nothing to do with the player. It's just the market in playing for Hollywood's team. It's there's no bigger stage in playing for that for that yellow and purple. It's just you know that gold and purple. It is what it is. So I think that's what den. That's why Denver was getting kicked kick out of like talking about him, but them. If the Lakers players like being like, "Yo, know, we heard them this stuff It was like, bro, "Bro, you guys." It wasn't even competitive last year. Uh, as far as
2: the sweep goes, probably the most competitive sweep you'll get.
0: Yeah, sure, maybe. I guess it wasn't a close that series. Nobody even I after enjoyed all the games after like game two. People weren't even tuning in anymore. No, nah, it was bad. They they beat them pretty well. I will say this though, the Lakers didn't even have like the squad that the Lakers have now is, is different. They're a much better team. And we've talked about how the Nuggets, they lost a the, the big... Yeah, the, the the Lakers had the best summer out of everybody. Rob Palinka did his stuff. But the Lakers have a great... I, I don't want to say great, but you got LeBron and AD, and they got a really good lost, cast of role players Celtics around lost them. lost Robert
2: Williams and Malcolm Brogdon and Marcus Smart, but they got Prezingis and Drew Holiday. Do you like
0: good, that? Good summer. Especially, Drew Holiday is a much better version of... I don't want to say Marcus Smart because they're two different types of players, but he's a better player. And I love Marcus. Marcus can who? Marcus would be great for Memphis. They lost Dylan Brooks. You add Marcus, that could be like an upgrade in some ways. Dylan can score better, but he's also like you know he's a little more erratic and shoots some wild shots sometimes. And I don't know if he meshes as well with. After what he did to Team USA, I just we're gonna keep it. We're gonna hang tight for a little bit on the Dylan Brooks stuff. You know that's that's it, it, a good point because like I. I don't know how to feel about him. One minute I'm like, yo, this guy is just, and then I'm watching this FIBA game and he is going for 39. I'm like, yo, what the fuck is going on? You know what I mean? Like maybe there's something here. (laughs) What a summer for him. (laughs) He had a a great summer. This guy went into the summer, the most hated player on the planet, dominates FIBA, wins, gets a medal for his country. First time I think they've ever done so. Yeah. Qualified themselves for the, for the Olympics. Uh, got $80 million and is living in Houston's uh, tax-free incomes.
2: <laughs> uh, he's probably got a nice little pad down there at H-Town. He's doing his stuff. Uh, speaking of yeah. Team USA, we talked about earlier all the guys that are committing. Um, I saw Aaron Gordon, your guy, said that he would love to play. And when we both talked about this earlier, we thought he'd be great for Team USA. That's the kind of players that... You can't all be all-star players. Uh, Mm -hmm. Uh, And not saying that Eric Gordon's not a star in his own right, but he does all the other stuff.
0: I saw when he said that, a lot of the comments and reaction was like, all right, bro, relax. Like, I'm sure you would play for Team USA, Aaron. Well, people are saying that to Fred Van Vliet for sure. Well, yeah, that's... Fred doesn't... I love Fred, but Fred ain't playing on the USA team. But, But Aaron actually would probably be really good fit because like you said all those olympic teams you had star 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 but you had a couple of those guys that were just like yo these are just winning like you put tayshaun prince in there you throw andre godal in there you throw a little you know tyson chandler in there you, you throw some of these guys in there who are just like yo, these are grown men who know how to fucking play basketball and win aaron gordon is a glue guy he'll rebound defend and do all the little work won't do anything outside of his realm
2: let's talk about his defense in the playoffs this uh, year yeah, he- every single best player on every Jimmy- team Kevin Durant, LeBron, like... Yeah, he's
0: incredible. The unsung hero of that team last year. I actually got mad when they won the championship and the NBA's on the podium, handing the mic around. Now Jokic gets his time and fucking Malone's talking for 10 minutes. And Aaron Gordon doesn't get a chance to talk. I'm like, brother, y'all wouldn't have won if the guy wasn't on your team. Right. Like they gave his... And I love MPJ and I, I love all these guys. I'm like, bro, how the hell is Aaron Gordon not talking? Uh, I I think he'd be huge... He would actually be cool for for USA. He'd be a nice little Guga. Uh,
2: I want to talk about Giannis's comments about not working out with. Other By the way, current...
0: Fred, Fred can hoop. I love Freddie, but like yeah, but when you got like Steph, Steph Curry, and Damian and, Lillard, yeah, Damian Lillard, Lillard, guys, Lillard gonna if they're tough. gonna play. They're like, that's just what's gonna be, man.
2: Um, you and me had a conversation earlier about Giannis. He recently came out with comments about why he doesn't work out with current NBA players. And he said, it just wouldn't be, it would be fake and you'd have to eat with them after. And these guys are in the way of him winning a title. So why would he work out with them? Yeah. What were your thoughts on that? Because obviously a lot of guys work out together in the summer. You work out with other I guys in the summer. I want you to
0: answer that first before I go into it. That way I can piggyback what you guys are I
2: out. asked Giannis's Greek national team teammate, Nick Kalathis, who's my guy, your guy too. He said that, you have to understand that Giannis is from overseas and he hasn't been friends with these guys for a long time so he doesn't have the culture that he's played against these guys in AU and is known for right 15 right, 20 right, years right. like you know you have probably right, right right and so it's just a little different for him and he's in milwaukee it's a little more secluded he's got a family and it's you know he works out with his brothers for example probably stuff like that so that was his teammate that said that uh but i think it's a personality thing like lebron likes to work out with other guys and brings in other guys and kind of mentors the youth that's his role he's an ambassador of the game so i think it's a personality thing I mean, if you don't want to go to dinners with the guy after that, that's sure. I guess you don't want to go to dinner with the guy.
0: Yeah. Um, I, I would agree. It's probably just a cultural thing.
2: It's like Kobe didn't work out with other guys. I also think...
0: Um, I don't know if Kobe did or not. I don't think guys wanted to work out with Kobe because this shit was so insane that people weren't really willing to put in that type of work. You know, Kobe was different. This guy's up at 5 a.m., 4 a.m. Like Some guys aren't really about that life. I will say this, you watched the dream, the Redeem team documentary. He, he had the whole team in there lifting with him. That video clip is insane. It's yeah. my favorite part of the whole Redeem thing. That is, is really cool. Showing like Dwayne Wade in there, like early morning LeBron. They're just in there lifting because they're like, these are icons. That just tells you how how iconic Kobe was, bro. He had like LeBron and Wade and Mel and them. Like, bro, that story of them coming back from the club in Vegas and seeing Kobe in the, in the, in the, in the lobby. And like, we know he sat there and like probably waited for us to come back. And we're, and we're like, yo, where are you going? It's 4 a.m. He's like, going to the gym. Like, they're like practicing until 10. He's like, I oh, know, no, I'll see y'all there. They're like, <laughs> this dude is nuts, bro. And then the next day, they're in the fucking gym with him. It's just like a message. Like, bro, what are we doing here? Like that, that's some different shit. Um, so yeah, everyone's different. I, Giannis is obviously from overseas. And, you know, a lot of those guys that, that like you said, they didn't grow up playing AAU and, they're not familiar with a lot of guys here. You also have to take into account, like, Giannis's game style. It would be hard for him to work out with certain guys. Like, what is he gonna go? Work on fadeaways and three pointers with KD or like do lab work with 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 you know uh Tatum and like Jimmy, like right? Giannis drives and dunks, man. Like he's uh, the most dominant force we've seen in the NBA physically since Braun. Um, I know Braun's still doing his stuff, but he's like the second coming in terms of like. A, a body and a, of a physical nature that we just haven't seen before. Um Zion's along there, too, but Zion hasn't done the things that Giannis has done yet.
2: Uh, I want to talk about the James Harden situation, him not going to media day, but Shee! and then showing up. And it, obviously, Woj said he was going to come make it uncomfortable for the Sixers. I saw the pictures. A, he looks like he's in really good shape. He does man. look like he's in shape. looked really smiley. Is looked smiley happy. a word? He's very happy.
0: That's James, though. <laughs> Guys. He looked
2: like, it looked... It looked
0: Look like might, Everything might be okay for a little while. Uh, listen, I'll tell you what. That guy is, he's calculated. <laughs> There's a motive behind everything this guy's he, got going on. The beard was edged up. He looked good. Looked, he's it, a smart man. That's what makes him dangerous. That's what makes him dangerous. He's not stupid. Yeah. James is smart. So it's like, you just, that's what's scary about him. No one knows what he's, what he's got cooking up in that mental of his. He's in there. First off, we all expected the fat suit, him to come to camp. You know I'm here because I'm supposed to be. And what was
2: that doing? The who would it? Like Ben Simmons had like an iPhone or an iPad in his pocket when he was working. Out. This guy
0: Ben was like playing practice with yeah, a, like walk- a tablet. Had a walkie-talkie in his back pocket, just hanging around his pants, going through the. Mo- that was the craziest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. I remember uh, there's video. That there was, like, was
2: Photoshop. There was like
0: a video clip of my dad. At one point, they like passed, him. my dad's like. <laughs> I mean, what the hell am
2: I supposed to do with this? Uh, no. Nah. Once again, with the Sixers, this is tough for them. Yeah, the Sixers
0: have had a lot of they got it. But uh, James looks like he's in a – physically, he looks pretty damn good. I mean, just from the clips I've seen. Yeah, it looks it looks in shape. Looks in shape, doesn't look, uh, at uh, you know, overweight at all. Uh, all of his players, even Tobias Harris, talked yeah. about it after. He goes, listen, I know it's been crazy, but from what we've seen just out of today, he looks like he's, like, this guy wants to be here. He was in the drills, yeah. he was talking. And here's the thing about James: this is what is the issue with James, is he's really fucking good. So he comes to K. His career
2: at this point is getting underrated for how good he is. He's, 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 he's in the conversation for best offensive player of all time.
0: Yeah, you know, he has this cloud over him over the drama that now everyone's like views James as like this thing, but people really don't understand how fucking good James is. I played with James at his peak. At his peak, I was his teammate. This guy was 30-something every night, Pasha. He was doing stuff. And then, you know what? Like, again, we could talk about his lifestyle and how probably he's not the best for an athlete. But the fact that he was doing both makes it even more impressive. He is the modern-day version of an Allen Iverson, just to be clear. In terms of lifestyle, going out there, and people like, yo, Allen's out late, or James's out late. Don't worry about tomorrow when the ball tips off. He gonna be there to play. James doesn't miss games. He plays damn near all 82. And in his prime, James is literally one of the best offensive players to ever play in the NBA. And I'll put him up against anybody.
1: All right, that's it for media day stuff. Uh, Let's get into Lost in the Sauce. All right, guys. uh, Ben here. We're back with another round of Lost in the Sauce. Uh, So I got some feedback on last week's segment uh, from, from some friends of mine who said, I was too hard on you guys. They said the questions were too hard. I only so, got one wrong. Uh yeah, they said what are you doing with this 19 19- what was it, the, the supersonics title? Uh, no one knew what we knew what I was doing. I got accosted for it. So I'm, I'm going more modern with with today's lot. Oh Thank you. god, he's gonna ask Thank us you. who won
2: the title last year. Thank I don't wanna hear that. No, we
1: gotta get it. I like the old school stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, no. I'm still gonna mix them in. I'm gonna mix them in from time to time. Why don't you just shut up and let so, him do it? Look,
0: like, you're already over here just yeah. doing too much. Whatever Austin wants, it's it's ah. Here we go. I'm happy. He's a little nervous <laughs> now. He's a little nervous that no, the conversation's to gonna it, go. Little...
1: It. It's fine. It's it's all with Austin Rivers. Just just always remember <laughs> that. All right, here we go. Que- <laughs> Thank you, ben. Question one. Starting off a little easy. Who was the 2012 sixth man of the year? 2012 oh,
0: sixth man it. of the year. I think I got it.
1: I got it too.
2: Jared Jack. No. Damn Pasha? It's always between two guys for me. I was gonna you go. Got or Jamal. Is that
0: where we're going with this? It better not be one of those. No. That's too that'd be that's not even fun. Gosh, Jared Jack, I thought it was a good guess.
1: Maybe manager Ginobili? No. There was the guy you guys just talked about, James Harden. Oh yeah, and the Thunder. Oh Six my god.
2: I knew that on the Thunder <laughs> went to the finals that year. Oh my god, it's a bit. Could Jesus.
1: That, that is so embarrassing. <laughs> All right, here <laughs> no, we go. Got to keep it in. It, yeah, there we go. All right. Two two wrong off the bat. I love it. All right. Uh, uh, this one should be a little easier. All right, let's 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 go here. Who was the who was the NBA MVP in the 2006-2007 season?
0: You'll get this. You, you're too good at this.
1: Uh, I know it. I know
2: everything about this. I know everything about what the question you just asked. So can I just say it? Can you give me a second? No. If you don't know it, you're just guessing, and that's not fun either. If you guess and get it right, you you shouldn't feel good about it. You Either know not, it or you don't.
0: You can like think about something and get an answer. You you you. you <laughs> uh, two thousand six, two thousand seven. I'm going with MVP.
2: Um, Steve Nash, no. All right, so it's Dirk, Dabitsky, guess, they no. the, Dirk Davitsky. They were Dirk Nowitzki. They were the one seed, and they lost to the Golden State Warriors one verse eight. So they had to do the MVP presentation, like in a press conference, awkward thing with Avery Johnson as coach. But yeah, it was yeah. after they lost. It was too. really, it was really yeah. bad. Yeah, he lost one verse eight. But yeah, that was Dirk's year. Steve Nash won the two years before that. Awesome. Sorry. So you were close,
0: but this just doesn't. Just shut up. You got the answer right. Go to the next one, Ben.
1: All right. Here we go. David West is a two-time NBA All-Star and two-time NBA champion. What college did David Exagered. West go to? Xavier, well, just man. get it out of the mm-hmm. way. Next. Austin doesn't even get a chance at him. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't even get the it. <laughs> All right. Okay, okay, okay. Um, let's go with... Okay, who was the 2005 Rookie of the Year? Here we go. I know who it is. Do you really?
2: Emeka Okafor. Over Dwight Howard,
0: bro. This guy's incredible. That's right. there's yeah, there's no way. I, I was a, I was about to say like Adam Morrison or something.
2: Adam Morrison. <laughs> <laughs> I have to make up for this. I knew that also James Harden was
1: sixth man, and I knew that. That's so ridiculous. All right, um, here we go. Sticking to 2005, who was the 2005 All Star Game MVP? Oh, it's possible. Two thousand five All Star Game
2: MVP. That is such a hard question. That is so yeah. hard. I'm going to be
0: guessing. Um, um, I'm a guess. I'm going to go with.
1: Is it uh? Oh five. The answer was a little surprising. It was a little surprising as a clue. Who won
2: that year? Uh the Pistons lost in seven to the Spurs. Just give me an idea of what's was it Tony Parker? <laughs> no.
1: no. Also a guard, but no. I am going to go with
0: Lil Marbury. What do we got going on? I'm not just I'm trying to throw anything.
1: I'm gonna go with this is so whatever. I'm gonna go with Vince Carter. No, good guess. It was Allen Iverson. Dropped 15 and 10. I
0: literally, I literally almost said Allen Iverson. I, mean, I almost said him too. And he said, and then he Ben comes out and goes. So a little one you wouldn't think of. It's Any, the most but obvious 2005, All-Star, All-Star choice ever,
2: huh? In 2005? I don't, Alan I don't know. Allen Iverson is not someone that would shock me because he's... Yeah, the All-Star Games made for a guy like that. Ben, I, I think you misled us a little bit. I feel That's bit fair. Sure All right, personally. I'll take
1: the... I'll take the... Here, I got one more for you to kind of get us out on a high note, okay? So, hopefully, I'm I, I I now playing six. I now playing for an extra one. All right, who is the all-time leader... In blocks for the NBA. Akeem
2: Olajuwon. I gotta go. It's my, my, my Uber's here. I gotta I gotta get out of here, guys. That is also would never have gotten I out. knew that. I, I knew that as well. I knew that as well.
0: <laughs> Come on, man. What are you, I, you said it before the answer. You're gonna finished. say Matumbo. I I can see it in your face. <laughs> Matumbo. Matumbo's up there, by the way.
2: Pro, not. Maybe not. He is up there. It's Akeem.
1: This was good. I think you guys had a had a shot at all these.
2: Before we uh, close out this pod, I just want to say. I got. I went to the UCF football game Saturday, and I went to UCF, by the way, and they were up 35-7 in the second half and lost. It was a crazy comeback by Baylor. After the game, I went home, and I got super sick, and I was sick for two days and couldn't stand up. Had a little barbacoa? I I told you, I had barbacoa at the game. I'm not going to say that's what happened, but a little brisket situation. I don't know what it was. I was on like – it was bad. I couldn't stand up for two days. It was miserable. I just want to say, I will never – take for granted feeling good and just being able to get up and walk around ever again. And I know you were sick earlier this summer and you were kind of saying the same thing, how you'll just never take it for granted again. Like, no,
0: I mean, when I was sick, I missed those two weeks. Remember I got really sick during the season. Uh, for people who don't know, it was like far worse than the flu. I was like literally, uh, bedside for like two weeks. It really, that's kind of where I lost my minutes to be completely honest. I was playing a lot, um, with Minnesota and I got sick for like two or three weeks and I came back and it took me like another two weeks even on the court to like get my, my, my weight and my stamina. I got, I lost like 20, 30 pounds and lost a lot of water. It was bad. Um, uh, health is, health is wealth. Health is wealth, man. So to everybody out there, man, stay healthy. Um, stay thankful. Stay safe. Hug your loved ones. Um, and thank you for tuning into another pod, man. This has been a, been a good pod, another episode. We're going to have more coming in, in, in coming weeks uh yeah i think even eventually possibly 2 a week uh we're we're putting that stuff together now uh it's going to be amazing man i'm excited this is going to be a big year big year for us we started like pretty much halfway through the season last year yeah and really had to like kind of get the hang of this and I'm like still like flashing back and thinking about our first pods and like us getting the gear together and like putting this thing together. I'm just like, all right, now what? Press play. <laughs> Do you remember all those times? Like, yeah. And uh, now we're, we're we're getting the hang of this. Uh, shout out to the producers who have been with us, Erica, Ben, Callie, all the people who have been helping us out in between. Uh, and obviously the ringer who's been giving us this platform. It's going to be dope. Big, big, uh, big episodes ahead.
2: Must be 21 and up in present select states. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Kentucky, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, and Virginia. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXTSTEP to 53342 in Arizona. Call 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut. Call 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. Call 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas. Call 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit GamblingHelplineMA.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8HOPENY or text HOPENY in New York.